Welcome to the Pay Yourself First podcast. My name is Chris Jolly, and I'm on a mission to financially empower millions of entrepreneurs. I want you to make and keep more money so that you can begin implementing and turbocharging a plan for creating financial freedom your way during the life cycle of your current business without spending a ton of time or becoming a professional investor. You see, most of the financial teachings out there are made for employees, not entrepreneurs. If you wouldn't listen to someone who doesn't have kids about parenting, why take business financial advice from someone without a business? Are you ready to break free of bad advice and follow the trail of other uncommon entrepreneurs so you can get from where you are now to the lifestyle you were aiming to create when you started your business? Then stick around. Here comes another episode of Pay Yourself First, where the only investment we offer is the one you make in yourself. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. As always, I am super excited to be here because we have another amazing entrepreneur on today. Her name is Maeve Ferguson, and she is in Ireland. Maeve, I'm so excited to have you on today. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, Chris, thank you so much for having me. And yep, I am coming to you from, I was <laughs> going to say sunny Northern Ireland, but it is evening time here and it is actually freezing. But yeah, it's great to be here. Awesome. We're glad to have you on. I won't brag about how nice it is here in Southern Florida. Uh, I have a friend, uh, a good friend of mine lives in Florida and she tells me at least once a week what the temperature is. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a little braggadocious about that sometimes, I think. <laughs> So I know we're going to have some great conversation today. We're going to talk about some of your wins and challenges as an entrepreneur. And I think just the conversation from that alone should be amazing uh, and whatever else comes up. Before we dive in with some of the questions, though, I always like to start by having the business owner talk about what they do, how they do that. So you are a business coach, essentially, who helps entrepreneurs use like quiz funnels and build evergreen programs. Can you tell us a little bit more about that business, how you started it, what you help people with and all that stuff? Yeah, of course. So I essentially work with expert coaches who have perhaps been like using the launch model. So like only opening up their programs once or twice a year. And they've really been experienced in that launch roller coaster where the card opens and they've been working so incredibly hard, doing all the things, doing all the work. And then their launch doesn't go how they thought. And when card closes, then they realize them kind of almost stuck for another six months or 12 months until they are able to launch again. So what I help them do is very much to build out an evergreen approach to their coaching business where they're able to create and fill their group coaching programs and fill them year round rather than being on that launch roller coaster. Yeah, I can really relate to that because just watching my girlfriend's coaching business grow, when I first met her, she was doing the launches and it was always this feast or famine kind of thing because her launches usually went well. But then a whole bunch of money would come in at once and then she wasn't sure what to do with the money and then she wasn't putting enough aside and then no more clients for six months or four months yeah. or whenever the next launch was. And then it's like, all right, now I have to go out and try to find some one-on-one -on -one clients so I can make it through the next launch period and yeah. it can just be really disruptive. And then even after going through that, when I started my program, I'm like, okay, it's going to be this many weeks. It's going to start here and then here. And then I put it all oh, together. Cohort style. Okay. Yeah. And then she was like, hey, you need to make it evergreen. And I was just, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Even people who know the value of an evergreen program sometimes can overlook it. So for coaches out there or, or entrepreneurs with programs who are doing the launch process, what is something you can say to them about the benefits of the evergreen and help them to understand it a little bit better? Yeah, I think it's the best way that I would describe it and the greatest benefit that I would describe is that it just becomes ease and flow. So whenever you have a steady 
continuous traffic source into your business. You have a lead generation machine that kind of hyper qualifies those leads for you. Those leads then go on to take what I call like a micro step into what we call a micro offer. And then they're just joining your coaching programs kind of week in, week out, and all of that kind of and the franticness because like I've lived that journey I've gone through the whole launch process myself and that that frantic feeling and just working to your eyeballs bleed and then as you say it's like feast or famine cohort style and then it's the next thing you're literally back to zero and it's almost like you're having to rebuild every single time and that energy suck and that energy drain is just gone because the entire model just runs year round and I think that's one of the greatest benefits is that just that feeling of ease and flow. I have two tiny babies at home, a two and a half year old and a seven month old. And I literally have 10 hours per week of childcare. And so that is literally the amount of time, including my client delivery, has to be done within inside that 10 hours. And that is where the evergreen model comes in so beautifully. And when you have your processes and systems and automations and everything set up to such an extent, you don't need more than 10 hours a week. And I just, I love your angle on the whole financial freedom. And to me, that ties so beautifully together with time freedom, because to me, the both of them go hand in hand. Yeah, I agree. I feel like if you don't have time freedom, you don't really have financial freedom. You're working like a crazy person. <laughs> and I have and been there. Trust me, I have scraped myself off the floor after more launches than I can care to count. But yeah. For sure. And I, I do want to touch on that piece about how you're only spending 10 hours in your business, how you do that. But before we get there, there is yeah. one thing I wanted to touch on again about the evergreen process, because I know mm -hmm. when I talk to a lot of coaches and consultants and entrepreneurs, their concern is that if I have this program and because in their mind, it's like a linear kind of thing. We start yeah. here, work through it, you build your way up and then you get to a desired endpoint. And so they're like, how do I do this? I've got some people who are just starting. I've got people who are three quarters of the way through the program and people are just going to be lost and not know what's going on. So would you be able to speak to that a little bit? Of course, yeah. And I think the best way to sum this one up is the hair and the tortoise. Everybody going through a program, even in cohort style, you're going to have some individuals that are a hair and they go at 100 miles an hour through everything. I would be a hair. And other people who are, they're just a tortoise and they want to go through it very methodically and very slowly. So even that cohort style, it doesn't suit them. Even if they're all still in the same module or the same lesson or having the same conversation on the group coaching call, it's... It still doesn't match up with everybody's personality because you'll always have hares and tortoises in, in that environment. So I think the evergreen style is where people, some people, as you say, could be in month six, six of your coaching program. They could be in module eight or whatever it may be. Someone else might be on their very first day, but it's a skill of the coach to hold the energy in that room and hold the space for the people and understand that there's no ego involved. It's the people in the room who are having the conversation the person six months down the road might actually learn something from the person just in the door who's looking at something with a cold, fresh perspective. And then the person who's just in the door is able to watch those who are ahead of them and go, wow, imagine that could be that could be me a few months from now. And they're able to almost absorb by osmosis all of this coaching that they are watching, even though they're not there yet. They don't really know what they're talking about yet but they're able to learn all of that and have all of that context so that when they get to that point of the journey themselves, all of that's already going to be there in their subconscious. Yeah. And that's actually what I love about the evergreen model, because yes. you get into a course and then you're like, okay, here's five people who have been doing this for three months and look at the results they're getting. And if they can do it, I can do it. 
and stuff that seeps in your head. And by the time you get to that place, you have so much more of a foundational basis and knowledge than if everybody was just in the same spot the teacher teaches at the classroom and school. Yeah. And I think a lot of coaches out there who are still in that cohort cycle, they have a narrative to allow themselves to believe that their program is different and it's the only way it could be delivered is in cohort style. But it's the same as anything. It's like when we believe something, our reptilian brain is going to go out there and find everything it can to prove ourselves right. And it's going to it's going to go and search for evidence. This is the only way that it can work. So I would really challenge anybody with that belief does it really have to be cohort because when you're cohort you're always going to be launching yeah absolutely and wants to launch is not a way to live a life no (laughs) not a happy and ease and flow life no (laughs) and as a little side note if you are currently in an evergreen coaching program and you just go on get your questions answered and then sign off you're really doing yourself a disservice and really missing out of all the learning you could be getting from that coach and the experiences of other people based on where oh, they are in the my process. Goodness. Never a truer word said. It's the, the side door coaching is to me often, I'm in a lot of coaching programs and to me, the side door coaching where you're observing other people being coached and then going, hang on me, if this applies to you, that is worth the investment on its own. Yeah, absolutely. I've got this great coach right now who is just so amazingly knowledgeable about selling and the sales process. And so I'll go on the call and I'll get my question answered, usually not sales related. And then I listen to him talk to somebody else for 20 minutes about how he would handle their sales call or the objections or whatever. And it's just absolutely amazing. Not what I signed up for in the program, just a bonus that I'm getting. So fantastic. Fantastic. I love that. Now, I want to return to that 10 hours a week thing, because I think there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there who are saying, no way that's possible. Like you must have a team of a million people. I know. So I started up in the restaurant industry and that's a business where you have to be there a lot of hours. Mm -hmm. And so the idea to me that I could run a business in 10 or 20 hours a week would have just been impossible because I was in that mind frame that you need to be there 60, 70, 8 hours a week. How many employees do you have? Or do you have any? And what do you do in the business? And what do those 10 hours look like for you? Yeah, so an amazing question. And part of why I am so obsessed with this 10 hour week is that I live on a horse farm and my hobby is a farmer. So he like looks after the farm and it's a very manual time for money type environment. And it's not really a job, it's more of a lifestyle, but he is very busy with that. And we have the babies and it is I need to be able to run this entire business that I am building, the business that I'm running in this amount of time that we have available. And so in my corporate background, I used to be an accountant and I used to work a lot with process and process improvement and things like that. So very process driven, very system orientated. And if anything sits still for a moment, I will automate it. So this is where we win. So it's literally every single tiny moving part in the business that can be automated is automated. And we use systems. So one one of the systems we use is a quiz funnel that does a lot of the legwork for us. Okay, so it's like hyper qualifying your leads for you. Your offers are there for sale right at the back end. So there's no heavy lifting to do. And then we literally have one group call per week. And I have a team then. So they're not direct employees, but I have coaches inside my coaching programs. We have a mindset coach, we have a sales coach, and then I do the strategy and tactics coaching. 
So every other week then they're actually doing the coaching call, not me. So essentially it's two hours a month is what my coaching is inside the group program. Then I have, obviously we've got sales mechanisms, but the way we work those is that the quiz funnels are driving all of the people into our live workshops. I do those once a fortnight. So it's about an hour and 15 minutes once a fortnight. And the people are just coming in automatically. The team then, so I've got a couple of VAs that do all of the funnel roll forward for the next one and the next one and the next one. And so I show up for an hour and 15 minutes live, but then our programs are by application only. So then what happens is people apply to join, but they go on to um, essentially the sales call with our program advisors who are also the sales coaches inside our program. So then they handle all of the sales calls for me. That was something I put into place in the business after I had my first baby and realized that silence is (laughs) impossible when you have little tiny ones. So it's just all of that is taken care of. And then I've got a VA, a couple of VAs. So one does all of my posting of content. So I still create all the content, but she posts all of the content across all of the platforms using a system and a process. And then we have one that does or video editing and things like that, repurposing. So if I, I jump on most days and do a live video, she'll grab that and slice and dice it and do whatever it is she does and magic it into reels that go wherever they go. And they do that kind of thing. So my focus and the way we work with our clients is very much, I'm, I'm the coach in the program. I do a sales mechanism every two weeks and I'm create thought leadership and show up on amazing podcasts just like yours doing guest interviews and things like that and content creation and that's it that's amazing there's literally so much gold in what you just shared in those couple paragraphs that we could probably spend the rest of the interview just breaking that down but a couple of really quick points that i want to talk about one the importance of asking the right questions because so many entrepreneurs have this idea that Their business is life or they do their business and then they try to fit their life in when they're not doing their business. But really, you should be fitting your business into your life, right? And so because you had your children and you're like, you know what, I can't work 40 hours a week. I can't do 60 hours, whatever it is. You had to ask yourself, okay, how much time can I do it in? How much time do I have available? And how can I structure my business in such a way that I can do that? So to anybody out there who thinks it's not possible, Stop that thought and ask yourself, how could it be possible? What could I do? What could I do? And it's what systems can I use? What processes? So like standard operating procedure for absolutely everything. And it's not sexy stuff. (laughs) Like Building this stuff is not sexy. But once the machine is built, it is, it just flows because everything's built and everybody has their standard operating procedure and they know exactly what happens and when it happens. And then everything is automated end to end. Yeah. So for all you entrepreneurs out there who are afraid to hire, scared to get a VA or bring on a team or whatever, this is what's actually possible for you. You could get to the point where you only have to show up for 10 hours a week, and then you can get to the point where you don't have to show up in your business at all. And then you're getting to time and financial freedom, which is what we really like to talk about here. So I want to move a little bit into some of those questions on a perfect segue. So Maeve, could you tell me What is your biggest financial roadblock in your business? Biggest financial roadblock. I think it's always deciding where to allocate cash flow. For us, obviously, everything in my business up until last year was all organic traffic. We then moved into paid traffic, which involves a lot of testing, different angles, different hooks, et cetera, across all of the various different platforms. And I am an avid, what would you call me, uh, an eternal student. So I am always inside like the best coaching programs that I can get my hands on. As soon as I find out even the tiniest need for something in my business, I will go and research to 
find out who the very best person in the world is that does that and then I will go and join them in their coaching programs and I think it's that balance of allocation of the money that's coming in from our coaching programs then where do we actually where do we point it to do we invest further in myself do we run it into paid traffic a little bit more to start testing different angles and that that's probably the biggest decision at the moment yeah and that's one that that we talk about a lot on this show and that so many entrepreneurs deal with so i know for me the first couple of businesses i had i knew nothing about finance nobody ever taught me anything i knew how to do the actual work of the business and i thought okay if i want to grow the business i obviously have to reinvest in it but it was the only thing i reinvested in i didn't invest in myself and do any coaching or anything like that. I didn't invest in any kind of like assets, retirement, anything for my future like that. And that plan only works if everything goes perfect and you grow the business and make a lot of money. And I'm living proof that if you don't do that, you just end up broken, unemployed again. So can you tell our audience what you're doing to work to strike that balance between allocating your funds? Yeah. So I used to be an accountant in the past life. So I was going through your program on that I saw online and I was just like, wow, this guy is the two of us could probably geek out over over this stuff for hours. But essentially I invest in the stock market and I have a coach in that area and things like that. And it's it's trying to see where we are going to get the greatest return. In my opinion, it depends where you are in your business, because if you have massive gaps in your skill set, then go and invest in yourself and learn this thing that you need to do, because it doesn't matter what sort of a team you have around you. If you aren't able to impart to them how to do things and how you want them done, then it's going to be very hard to build that team. And you might put good money after bad in that space for me then it's again i track a lot of kpis we look at the data all the time come back off paid traffic what's our roas looking at that and then deciding then basically let's allocate these funds a little bit more to that because this was going really well and it's it almost ebbs and flows depending on what, what season i'm in so i've gone through a, a huge period of investing in myself and my coach the coaching programs where i'm the participant and then last year we had quite a bit of investment into paid traffic and then as i said the stock market as well gotcha love it now as far as financial freedom goes what does financial freedom look like to you? Because for everybody, it's different and not necessarily like a monetary dollar goal. But if you never had to show up to work in your business again, and you had all the money you ever needed coming in, what would you do with your time besides hang out with your kids and spend time with horses? Uh, this is such a great question. And this is where people are going to either think this is so cool or she's crazy. But as I said, I live on a horse farm. My husband works in the horse racing industry. And so we keep a lot of foals which are like baby horses that then go on to become race horses. So my, one of my biggest drivers is to get to the stage where we're able to cover our mares with better stallions to then get better progeny, which means then we are able to have more success in the racetrack in the future. Basically buy better stallions. <laughs> that's what I want to say. But yeah, it's, that's just me. I, I just, I love horse racing. It's not really racing in America. It's jump racing over here. You guys have like flat racing in America. But have you ever seen the Grand National? I think so. Isn't it not where it's just a straight out sprint, but they like are jumping over stuff, the bales yeah. of hay. The, the jump over stuff, yeah. The jump over jumps. And it's, I used to be a jockey in a past life. I used to ride in races and we live on the horse farm and I have a couple of mares of my own. And it would just be amazing to be able to go and no questions asked, just here's the best of the best. Thank you very much. <laughs> Love it. I think you should make a t-shirt that says buy better studs. <laughs> buy better stallions. Love it. <laughs> okay. So you said that you have been an accountant. 
So yeah. I'm, you mentioned your KPIs. So I know that you're keeping good numbers inside of your business. One thing that I often find is that even with people who know the right things, doing it for yourself can sometimes be a challenge, right? It's like the cobbler's kid not having any shoes. For example, you can look at half of retirement planners and they don't have a retirement plan. Like they help mm-hmm. people do that all day and they don't do that for themselves. Where are you at as far as having a personal financial plan? Do you have a written financial plan that you follow and that helps you make those determinations of, all right, we're going to invest in the business now. Now we're going to put money in the stock market, that kind of stuff. Really good question. Um, I would say I'm kind of like half and half. So I actually hired a coach in this area last year this is one of the, the big names in the space who is helps people basically manage their wealth and so i've in his program is really fantastic so i've gone through that to that level of understanding but in terms of having like my own one-on-one financial planner no but i have a roadmap and i know exactly where i'm going and then it is just a matter of then actually doing the things to make that happen for that to become the reality. Awesome. Yeah. And sometimes that's the hardest part is the accountability because I can hand anybody a roadmap that can tell you how to get from Albuquerque to where you're at. But if you're not actually going to get in the car and drive, it'll never happen. That's why I find, at least for myself and for so many people, coaching is so important. It's not, you can find out how to do just about everything on the internet these days, right? Like the information is out there, but putting it into a system and then working that system every single day without the accountability, never going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's the same. You have to do the work. And this is, you know, I say this a lot in my content. It's and a lot of my clients appreciate me for my kind of no BS approach, but it's like this thing on the internet of push this button and you're going to be a millionaire by Friday it's just it's not real and it is and then obviously this is what a lot of like bro marketing is selling but it's amazing people like you where you're helping people with the process taking them through by the hand but if you for example are like a weight loss coach and you're bringing somebody through by the hand but then they're reading the cookie jar every night it doesn't matter how amazing a coach you are if they aren't doing the work and following the process nothing's going to happen and I think that's when amazing people like you have programs like you do it is like just when people almost kind of make that decision and believe in themselves enough to step over that line and allow you to support them it is just follow the process a to z and the most beautiful coach you can ever have is that person who has crashed and burned before because they have all of the lessons and the coach that has never actually had any tough times or has had field launches like I have had in the past it's if you haven't been in the trenches you don't actually know You just know it academically, but you've never actually been there to show people how to get to the other side. Yeah. And that's such a great point. I look back at times in my life that have been difficult, especially with the businesses I've had. And sometimes there's part of me that's, you know what, it could have been so much easier. My life could have been so much different. And then I stop and think, and all of those experiences have made me who I am, have driven me to learn what I have learned. And I wouldn't be here today without them. And so if you're out there and you feel things have been hard and it's been a curse on you, it's actually a blessing because I love to say that the worst things to ever happen to me are actually the best things to ever happen to me. Exactly. I'm into that. And it's this is why the inside of our programs are so exceptional is because all of those experiences and lessons learned and you're able to just signpost to others and say, don't do this, do that instead. And it just makes it so much easier for them. Yeah. Learning from experience is one of the best things you can do because it can save you years and years of time. I begrudged my father when I was younger because I felt like he didn't want me to make my own mistakes. He wanted me to learn from his mistakes. And when you're a kid, you want to do it all yourself and try it out all yourself. And then looking yeah. back, I was like, oh, he was just trying to help me. And it collapsed time for me. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. Okay. Now tell me for this year, 2023, what is your biggest initiative inside your business or what's one thing you'd absolutely love to achieve by the end of the year? Oh, I'm actually living it out at the moment. So one of my big, big ticket items for this year was to show up on a lot of more podcasts of amazing people all around the world. So I've set myself the targets as four applications a week, at least one live uh, interview a week and just get in that podcasting space. I just love the power of podcast because it is... First of all, it's just lovely having conversations with absolutely amazing people, but it's a really good way to get to know somebody and get to know them at a little bit of a deeper level and a little bit more intimate level than you would if you just, for example, saw a 60 second reel or the Facebook ad with a 60 second video or a one hour webinar. That is, you actually get to get a feel for who that person really is. So that's a huge kind of focus of mine for this year. Awesome. I'm glad you've made that a focus this year because it's been such a pleasure having you on and interviewing you. I know that you've left a ton of amazing information and given a bunch of value to not only myself, but to the audience out there as well. So first of all, just thank you for that. No problem. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Now for anybody out there who wants to find out more about what you do or get in touch, what's the best place to do that at? And the best place to do that is surprise a quiz funnel. So we have a quiz funnel for you there and it is what's your evergreen lifestyle business potential. And we'll obviously hook up the URL in the show notes and all the rest, but it's mayferguson.com forward slash lifestyle. Perfect. Love it. Mabe, thanks again for coming on. It's been such a pleasure. Absolutely love chatting. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. And to everybody out there who's listening, if you've enjoyed this podcast, you know what to do. I ask you this every time, but go ahead and subscribe. If you haven't, leave us one of those amazing five-star reviews because that really helps out. And if you happen to be a six-figure plus online entrepreneur like our amazing guest today and want to come on the podcast, we would love to chat with you. You can go to pyfpodcast.com. That's the letters pyfpodcast.com and apply. We'd love to have you on as well. Maeve, thanks again. Thank you. If you've listened this far, Chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Pay Yourself First podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also going to get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members-only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, 
You'll also receive a free financial assessment, a retirement planning session, and guided meditation aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. And sure, you'll likely see some results, or you can make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire, and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.